Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness, and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. This is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want. I'm especially excited today to have as a guest, Christina Dees. She's a TV host. She hosts her own podcast, The Hourglass, and she's an entrepreneur, and she's getting ready to talk about some of the new things she's got going on in her life, too. So welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for having me. You and I first met doing one of my passions, Latin dancing. We did, yes. And uh, it was sort of a community dance, right? We have to rotate partners. And you were one of my favorite partners. Well, awesome. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Yeah, I think the last time I saw you in the studio was probably about a couple years ago. Yeah, it's definitely pre-COVID. You know, yeah. that shut everything down. And then that sort of was a, a huge transition in my life. Yeah. And uh, I haven't made it back in the studio yet. Um, yeah. But I do miss it. And I ran into Summer uh, a couple times and... You know, yeah, Summer McPherson, she's been a guest to the show I here. Saw, We're yeah, about the I joy saw, yeah, I saw she was on. Yeah. yeah, she's wonderful. Well, for people that don't know, you know, a lot of us locally in Wilmington area know you as a TV personality. But for those of us who may be listening elsewhere in the world, um, maybe you could share a little bit about your personal history, your professional history, just get a sense of who is Christina Dees, and then we'll get into talking about some subjects of the your life and your profession and uh, a little bit about the mirror book. Yeah, well, I'll try to be brief. Um, you know, I've uh, sacrificed a lot of my life to be a mother, and so mm-hmm. I sacrificed a career, uh, having a career to be a mother, a stay-at-home mom, which, mm-hmm. you know, is one of the you know, uh, biggest gifts that I've ever been given. Yeah. And so now my kids are a little bit older, and uh, I'm following my passions and you know, like I said, during COVID, some transitions happened for me. Mm-hmm. I went on a personal journey um, to really discover um, who I am as a person and um, being congru- more congruent with my soul and living uh, the life that I want. So it kind of goes along with your podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've been in the Wilmington area for how long now? Oh, the Wilmington area, probably 13 years. 13 years. Yeah. yeah. I moved from Costa Rica. Um, I had my first child in Costa Rica where I was living abroad. Um, and then we moved back here to be closer to family. But we wanted to live somewhere where we didn't have to drive because uh, we came from Raleigh before that. And mm-hmm. as you know, you, everything you do is in your car. So yeah. we really wanted to spend more time outside um, and a more relaxed lifestyle. Well, I knew you were bilingual. Is that where you, where did you first get the passion for Latin dancing? Well, I, well, I, I minored, I studied in high school and then minored in college in Spanish. Okay. And then lived in Mexico for, uh, Oh, gosh, I want to say seven months. Okay. And then um, lived in Costa Rica for 13. So, um, and traveled a lot through other uh, Latin American countries. Full immersion. Yeah, that's really, really what did it for me was when you're there and you have no other choice but to speak the language, you know, you learn very quickly. Well, I'm getting ready to go back down the Dominican Republic in a week or so. so. For some mission work? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I used to do that in Honduras and in Nicaragua. Excellent. Yeah. I've been to Ecuador and Dominican Republic. I don't speak the language, but I lead music in mm. Spanish. So I just learn how to enunciate the words. And 
that's, that's your that's the way you connect. Yes, absolutely. So you um, talk a little bit about. Um, You've got a lot of change going on. You know, I've talked a little bit about some of the stuff you're getting ready to do. Um, what is it you're able to share right now or what's going on in this life journey you've been talking about in the last couple of years? Yeah, well, we, you know, there's the, the personal journey, right? I call it the self-hero journey mm-hmm. of returning back to self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also... Um, you know, career-wise, mm-hmm. uh, I'm getting my master's in medical cannabis science and business mm-hmm. um, and moving into that space. I mean, I've always been in that space. I have a CBD company here in Wilmington uh, called Physician Selected, and um, that really started my passion mm-hmm. for plant healing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a partner, a business partner, who's a doctor, who he's a pain doctor who's wanted something to prescribe to patients in lieu of opioids to help curb mm-hmm. the epidemic because, as you know, Wilmington was number one in the country yes. for opioid crisis. And um, you know, he looked into it and found that there was potential with CBD and was using it with his patients and, and was getting good results. Mm-hmm. So he was a guest on my podcast, mm-hmm. and we met, uh, and I was so fascinated. But I was also one of those people that didn't believe in CBD. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, a cannabis connoisseur most of my life, um, I was just like, I'd always seen it at gas stations, and I was like, really? You know? Mm-hmm. So the more that I looked into it and educated myself and learned about it, um, realized that there was a huge potential for healing our bodies through the plant. Mm-hmm. And um, my brother was um, a heroin addict, and mm-hmm. I wanted desperately to help him get mm-hmm. out of that cycle. And so I thought through that plant, um, there, you know, I might be able to, to help him. Mm-hmm. So that's what sparked my interest um, in CBD, working with this doctor. Mm-hmm. And then through that, I um, evolved into meeting the right people. And I met the research scientist that created or developed Epidiolex, which is the only FDA-approved CBD drug um, mm-hmm. for seizure disorders. And um, that's what I, I started formulating for kids with epilepsy mm-hmm. uh, with his tutorial guidance and um, just saw the magic of, like, people's lives changed yeah. not only the kid or the child but the parents as well mm-hmm. uh, because I just can't even imagine you know what parents would that what they go through mm-hmm. uh, mentally emotionally on a day-to-day basis having a child that you know yeah ha- you saw has. That. Yep. so um, through that uh, we've seen uh, great results and shared the success stories uh, through the company and uh, wanted to continue doing healing with the plant mm-hmm. and uh found this master's program and uh, thought this is this is what I want to do that's where your passion is right now that's where my passion yeah. is yeah 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 so you you also host local television so it's like I do I, I, I think about like if I, <laughs> where's the best place to eat in town I should call Christina yes yeah that's one that's my favorite show right now it's culinary way where yeah. I get to you know cook with local chefs because mm-hmm. I'm I love food I love to I love to cook. I love to eat, mm-hmm. um, and so it's been really fun to kind of to do that show as well. And then I have a, a second show that's sort of more business oriented, where I interview local businesses. Yeah, uh, the Carolina Beat. The Carolina Beat. Yeah. yeah. So, but so I'm looking cool. to to grow my hosting skills and opportunities, and mm-hmm. I'm looking for you know some other some other things. 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, maybe we could have you be on the show where you talk about some of the concepts we're going to talk about in this interview. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is, I told you, like I said, perfect timing in my life uh, for us to, to connect and talk. Yeah. Ahead of the show, I asked you to take a look at the reflect acrostic of a reflect the life you want. That's the name of the podcast. Also the theme of my new book co-authored by uh, Maria Spears. And you said that second E, which is energize your thoughts towards that, which you intend to be, really resonated with you. I wondered if you'd expand upon that. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, my podcast, the Hourglass podcast, um, is about people who love what they do. Mm-hmm. And that has inspired me in, in my own life to you know, live the life that I want. And I love the name of your book because... Mm-hmm. Um, it resonates with me, and I'm excited to read it um, once I can get my hands on a copy. <laughs> I, I, I love to hold books, yeah. so um, I know you said the e-copy just came. The just e-copy got released. released, and the uh, the paperback comes out in November. So, well, I, I look forward to getting a copy. Awesome. Um, but no, I think the e resonated with me because uh, one of the changes that I made in my life was living intentionally. Mm-hmm. And so deciding what it is that feels good to me and my soul, Mm -hmm. uh, living congruently with those things that align with my higher purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, And once I made that change, it's... Oh, it, it's almost like a drug. You know, I want more of it. (laughs) Yes. Um, And then learning how to live in the present moment. Right. uh, Eliminating fear from my life Mm -hmm. um, and just sitting back and letting the universe take control. Anything that you're willing to share, maybe a little deeper around what brought you to that, or maybe some limiting fears that you've been able to eliminate as you've stepped into that? Yeah, um, I, I really wish I could figure out the moment that I I, I did that. Um, really, I was I had my third child, and it just sort of spun me. Mm-hmm. Where I thought I had everything organized and under control, mm-hmm. so I went to her for some help, and. Um, we went through helping get me organized with the kids and all of that. And then she said, hey, do you want to work on some marriage stuff? You know, not that you need it, but like everybody could use it. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about whatever can make me a better person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, I'm willing to do the work. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I started on that journey and then just really started reflecting on, mm-hmm. you know, who I am, the things that I do, what do I really want? What's my purpose? Mm-hmm. Um and, and connecting with my higher self. So mm-hmm. I, I got into meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was meditating before that, but um, I'm very fascinated by how the brain works. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I like the plant medicine so much, because once you really understand um, how the body works, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can make those changes and appreciate them more. Mm-hmm. So um, meditation really changed my life. Mm-hmm. And um, as I dug deeper into myself of who I really am, what mm-hmm. is my purpose, right? Mm-hmm. We have our passion and our purpose right. and our partner. Um, I realized, um, oh, I'm trying to be careful about this. I realized the things um, that I was doing were not aligning with my, my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was keeping myself busy all the time, for mm-hmm. example, right? Mm-hmm. I was enjoying it. Like I was doing all those things, but I had someone tell me one time, a business coach, he said, you can be good at a lot of things, mm-hmm. but you can only be great at one. Right. And so I remember that, you know, and I asked myself, what is it that you truly want? What is it that makes you happy in your heart? Mm, absolutely. And then I eliminated all the distractions, right? Because the other things are just distractions from keeping me from my true purpose. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with them. You yeah. know, they were all fun. But what if you focused on one thing, 
just what if yeah. that, that makes you happy? And it turns out it's two uh, because TV hosting, working in film, acting, that feeds my soul and right. I love it. Yeah. Um, but I also have a, a higher calling uh, for plant medicine. Excellent. Yeah. yeah my co-author, Maria Spears, um, one of the early episodes and we we've talked about as we were going through this book project is, you know, what can you say heck yes to versus if it's not just a slight yes, everything else is a no and really getting clear with yourself around this is what I'm about. Yeah. I'm all in on this boundaries. Yeah. And that exactly is one of the things that I did. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't a heck yes, It's a no. no. Mm -hmm. And it helped me also with my time Mm -hmm. because my own personal time is valuable. You know, a lot of people socially, I love to hang out, but I can't always be a yes girl, you know. Uh, And I think a lot of people struggle with that, right? Because Mm -hmm. they want to please their friends or please their boss by saying yes. Mm -hmm. But is that taking good care of me? Right. So, Yeah. yeah, that's the one thing I think really propelled me on that journey was... Well, I'm grateful for you saying yes to being here with me today. So, Well, I am truly honored to be here. And like I said, I want to share my story yeah. uh, because, again, if I can inspire one other person to change their life, yeah. that's I've done my job. Well, we have, you know, I don't know who all the listeners are, but I know some of them are women entrepreneurs and full feel, you know, my co-author is one. Yeah. Um, and feel like, you know, sometimes there's too much. And it's like, how do you get to... And I think you getting clear with yourself around what is my purpose? You know, it's like I talk about what are, what are those gifts and talents that I have? What are the desires of my heart that are meant to be shared with others? If I can get a, in tune with that, I'm, it's much easier to get in flow with what am I supposed to be doing? And if I'm not energized and I'm not thriving by doing that, then maybe I shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, and it's really hard. It's a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of my friends have noticed the change in me. Yes. And they were like, I don't know what you're doing, but I want some of it, <laughs> you know? And so I think people, uh, and that's what, another reason I share my story because I want to inspire others like to make those changes in their life that they can be their best self yes. um, and eliminate those distractions so yes. that they could be doing that one thing. But it is hard. Uh, so you know, everybody wants to know, like, what is it that you're doing? What are you drinking? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not. I, I actually don't drink much. But um, Well, it's interesting that, you know, I've I noticed that for myself, like as changes I've made in my own life the last few years, you know, people pick up on just the energy level that you're giving off and your um, how you're showing up. You're like right now with me, you're very fully present, right? Very Correct. engaged. And not everybody's able to do that. And it's like, okay, it's like when I'm with someone who's like that, I'm energized by that. It's like, oh, I want to be, have conversation with that person or I want to learn more from that person because, you know, it's like, those kinds of things that you're talking about. You talked about meditation and how you learn so much. You know, Maria, my co-author, and I, we really looked a lot at neuroscience as we were writing this book. It's like trying to understand how does the brain work and how is that neurological thing affecting me physically? Mm-hmm. You know, and then how do those feelings affect, in turn, my thoughts? And then again, it's just really getting in tune with understanding what am I thinking about? Yeah. What are the emotional reactions I'm having to my thoughts? What do I want to do with that? Right. How and do you want to feel every day? Yes. 
and you talked about intentionality. Yeah. It's like making a choice as to what feelings I want to have mm-hmm. and being intentional about doing the things that feed that as mm-hmm. opposed to just reacting to what's happening. I heard you say that you're a big fan of Ed Milet. Yes. I am as well. Uh, Yes. Listen to his podcast religiously. And he had a guest recently that was talking about uh, living inside out versus outside in. Yes. And that really resonated with me because just like your book, The Mirror, when you live inside out, Mm -hmm. you're reflecting your inside you know, which is, again, if you're congruent with your soul and mm-hmm. you're doing what makes you happy, mm-hmm. you know, you're sharing that energy versus needing validation and getting energy from others in order to feel happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk a lot about in the coaching space I do with men in the man school is like the transformation begins within. Then you start to show up differently, whether mm-hmm. it's to your spouse or significant other or your coworkers or your clients. They start to notice, and then just like you alluded to, it's like your friends going on. What, what is that thing that you got, Christine? I want some of that. And um, then you're able to have a conversation, share. It's like, well, this is what I'm working on. This is what's going on in my life. This is why I'm making these choices that you may notice that are different than choices I made before. Yeah, but the biggest question I get is, how do I get started? You yes. Know, what do I do mm-hmm. to begin that journey? What's and, your answer? And I always tell people it's a personal journey. Mm-hmm. I can't do the journey for you. Mm-hmm. I can't take you on the journey because you got to go on your own. Mm-hmm. But I can help you get started. Well, let me speak to a recent journey I made based on inspiration of another Ed Milet recent guest, Colin O'Brady. I don't know if you've heard that episode. Uh, I don't think so, but he's the, was he the, uh, the mountain climber? Yeah, okay. world adventurer. So he's like all these records of climbing the highest peaks around the world in the fast amount of time and other things. But he has this movement he's begun around the 12-hour walk. So last Saturday, I did a 12-hour walk. I walked over 35 miles in 12 hours. What time did you start? About 5 a.m. Okay. Finished up about 5 p.m. And... Uh, the intent was just to go inward, just like you're talking about, beginning that personal journey yeah. and just really look at where am I at right now? What am I supposed to be doing? What are some mm-hmm. choices I may want to make that are different than where I've been to this point? So uh, releasing the book has been a big deal. Now it's like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. So where, where am I going to be going professionally with the different things I have involved already going on versus what... Or might I take it in a different direction? Yeah, well, I think two things that come to mind for that is, um, you know, COVID, the gift that I got from the pandemic was um, stopping mm-hmm. and being still. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we're in stillness, that's when we can dig deeper, mm-hmm. right? And really start to listen to the voices. And um, I learned how to control my thoughts mm-hmm. um, and eliminate the loud voice, not eliminate because it's okay, it's there, it's there for mm-hmm. a reason, but we tend to listen to that voice because mm-hmm. it's the loudest. Mm-hmm. But we also have our intuitive voice, I'll call it that, mm-hmm. um, and that's the one we don't listen to because it's the softer voice. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned how to tune into that voice, mm-hmm. but you have to get still in yep. order to really get more from it. So I imagine you got some good stuff during the 12-hour walk. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that was my intention was to get a lot, and I ended up dealing with a lot of pain in my feet. So uh, sometimes when you're um, dealing with pain, then you know, part of your thought process is not where you'd want it to be. You're not able to get fully in touch with some of that inner voice. 
Um, but I was really, I was grateful that ahead of the, um, the experience, I had one of the things I picked up from Colin O'Brady and his, a quote that he uses that he shared with Ed, and I've heard it in other things he's done, is, and it's not original to him, but he uses this, is that pain is mandatory, suffering is optional. Yeah. And that's what I learned, too, in my journey was that I was allowing myself to suffer, mm. right? So when we uh, allow ourselves to to live in a fearful state, mm-hmm. right, or we allow anxiety to take over, mm-hmm. that it's a choice. Yes. And I was choosing to suffer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so now, I don't know if you've heard uh, Tony Robbins talk about, um, he has a, a thing, it's a 30-second rule, mm-hmm. where he allows himself to feel it for 30 seconds and then it's gone. Yeah. And I remember the first time I heard it, I said, that guy is crazy. <laughs> How in the world could he do that? Yeah. Uh, but it really, you know, resonated with me and sparked something in me. And I'm like, well, I want to learn that. And, you know, at the time I thought, I thought two minutes was, you know, still a big deal. I'm like, I'm feeling nothing for four hours. Like Mm -hmm. when I'm mad, I'm, I'm mad. Or, you know, when I'm, you know, nervous and anxious about something, it's, it's hard to get those feelings under control. But now I know what that really means, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's a choice of suffering. And it takes the body about 30 seconds to physiologically process an emotion. So like some some of the more severe ones happen like almost instantaneous, like we're afraid. I, I startled a lady this morning by mistake, and it was just like, poof. you know, but, you know, you have that limbic system that just triggers a response. But normal emotions, it's like it's got to pass through your brain and into your body physiologically. But, yeah, you can you can make that shift and that fast. Yeah. And so... Well, also, you get more in tune with your body. So, mm-hmm. the you know, I, I tell people the first step to mo- to this journey and things is conscious awareness. Yes. So if you are consciously aware that you need to make a change, congratulations, you have begun. And yeah. now it's your choice, you know, to continue that journey. Well, I like to ask each of my guests kind of two questions, and you're kind of alluding to the first one that I wanted to talk to you about is like, so... You know, you've been on this personal journey and you're making these changes. You have a higher sense of self-awareness, it sounds like. You're much more uh, in tune with who you are, possibly, than you were a couple of years ago sure. when we first met. So I was like, w- wondering, what are you working on for yourself right now, either a discipline or something you're doing to reflect more the life that you're trying to create for yourself? Well, um, you know, living intentionally, I mm-hmm. would say, is, is what I'm doing now. So uh, the choices that I make have to align with my higher purpose, mm-hmm. or there are no. Mm-hmm. Um, doing my morning meditation has mm-hmm. really changed my life. Um, mm-hmm. And I encourage everyone to, to, to meditate. You know, mm-hmm. I, I journal every morning, and then uh, I meditate first, and then I journal those thoughts. And I learned that through Gabrielle Bernstein. Okay. Um, Familiar with Gabby. Yeah. Yep. And her, her new book, that well, she's got one, I think, just now coming out, but the most recent behind that one is um, uh, Elimin- uh, Transforming Fear into Faith. Yes. And so I read that book um, this summer, actually, and started doing the meditation it was it's a manifestation meditation mm-hmm. and so again i'm manifesting the life that i want mm-hmm. living intentionally and doing those things yeah i've listened to her two or three times i think with lewis howes on his podcast listen to her on ed Milette. okay she did some work with him um and that's sort of like work that i'm interested in doing yeah. but um you know talking about your inner child and we could talk about that on another podcast we're gonna have 
more conversations I could tell following up. From yeah, this yeah. I'm like, this is just like a surface <laughs> level, and then you're, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna dive deep next time. So you're you're doing daily meditation, you're journaling, you're much more in tune with your thoughts and making those choices around your thoughts and emotions and connecting those to the emotions of how I want to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what what if anything that you're willing to share have you has been most the biggest shift that you've noticed or the biggest thing that if you were sharing that with someone like a friend or someone that's noticing with you, like something practical that they might do to begin that journey? Well, I always recommend one or two books. And mm-hmm. the first book is called The Untethered Soul mm-hmm. by Michael Singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Actually, that book may have been what started me on that journey to mm-hmm. change my life. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other book that I love is uh, by Joe Dispenza called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Yep. And I've read almost all of his books. I'm on the, the placebo. You're the placebo right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a little he- more heavy reads. Yep. They're, they're not as you know, easy. Like a, that Gabby's book was you know, super easy. I could fly through that. But Joe's done a lot of research around neuroscience. Well, yeah. I'm <clears throat> just like you, I'm fascinated by the neuroscience and um, how the brain works. And Have you listened to the Huberman Lab at all? You need to check that out. I'll, I'll send you a link to the Huberman? Dr. Huberman. Yeah. He's out of Stanford, but he's one of the leading neuroscientists. And he's talking. He's just sharing, like, sharing all this information with people. So we, we, can, we as average people can kind of touch in and get a hold of these things so we can make changes in our lives. Yeah, and I'd say the last thing is um, taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. Because as a woman, as a mother, uh, we tend to do for others before we do for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? We put oxygen masks on everybody else and then ourselves last. Yes. And I made that choice to take care of myself first. Yeah. Uh, and so that's something that I am focusing on and doing. Uh, and it really has made a, a change. Well, you're in my life. speaking to the L of the reflect acrostic is to love yourself yep. and to let others know you love it. And the capacity that we have to give love to others is based on how full is our own cup. Yeah. So just like you said, that life mask. We got to put, they, they tell us, well, you were on a flight recently, <laughs> they tell us to put our mask on first before right. we. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of mm-hmm. others. And yeah. so, uh, you know, it just says, um, as a mom, that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Making sure I can be the best version of myself to, to take care of them and, and, you know, guide them and help them yeah. become the best versions of themselves. So you've been through a lot of change the last couple of years, but you've got a whole lifetime of experiences. I'm wondering either... Talking to an earlier version of yourself or someone you might meet now or maybe one of your children is like, is there one piece of wisdom that you've gained to this point in life that you would share with others to reflect more of the life they want? Well, I would, the, the word that comes to mind, or uh, I guess two words, is slow down. Mm. You know, I think we easily get sucked into the chaos of life on yeah. a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And so... I've been learning the art of napping. <laughs> I have never been a napper. And uh, now I, by doing, getting myself organized and, mm-hmm. and feeling good, getting up early, you know, creating those, hab- those uh, healthy habits, um, you know, allows me to have more time to, if I want to fit in a meditation in the afternoon mm-hmm. or a nap, you know, or just sitting. I, I think that was the hardest part about my old self mm. was I was just – 
in a constant motion. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And now I can sit and be present. And it really is the present moment. What came to mind, as you said, slow down, is another acrostic I have about receiving. So I'm imagining, like, uh, sometimes if, if we like we got to do all this stuff, like we got to please everybody else, we got to get affirmation or whatever externally, it's like to be able to receive love and really receive that and feel like I'm worthy of taking this time for myself. So I developed this acrostic uh, called Slow, and the S stands for to savor each gift each day whether it's an interaction we're having with someone mm-hmm. or if it's just taking the time to have that nap mm-hmm. or um, the meditation or the journey, whatever it is, it's a gift. Right. That's gratitude. Yes. Yes. And this first E of the reflect across is the each day to reflect on what I'm grateful for already. The L is to um, do it from a place of love, right? But so you got to let it in, right? you got to let it into your mind. Right, so it's like I let this thing in. I'm receiving it. I'm sharing this piece. I'm learning this piece of wisdom from this podcast or whatever it is. And the uh, the O stands for more from an emotional sense. Open your heart. Mm, I love this. Okay, so you got yeah. I gotta savor it. I gotta yeah. let it in to my mind. I gotta accept it to receive it. I gotta open it in my mind. And then the W is to welcome it in my heart. So it's like once it's there, wow. then it's able to kind of come back to my mind. It's beautiful. So so when you said that, what came to my mind is um, something that I always talk about, right? Uh, mm. In my journey, I've reached the vibration of love. Mm. And when you're there, you have to open up your heart mm-hmm. to receive and to give. Yes. And we tend to close our hearts because we want to protect, protect. our hearts because yes. we don't want to feel pain. Mm-hmm. But in that, you're not able to opening and give. So... Mm. Um, that's beautiful. Yep. All kinds of good stuff. Oh, I can we, keep we can going. going. I can <laughs> keep going, but but I know I want to be respectful yeah. of your time today. Um, what's bubbling up for you right now? Like as you're sitting here right now, what's coming to mind or something you feel like is worth sharing with our listeners? Um, it's something I just thought of right when, when you were talking a second ago. Um it goes back to like the distractions and the mm-hmm. busyness, you know, mm-hmm. and, and trying to be more still. What I learned was that as I reflected inward was that um, my nervous system was in a constant state of activation. Mm. Right. Because when uh, we are moving, right, there's a little bit of anxiety in that. Um, and then sometimes, you know, fear might creep in, too, of mm-hmm. for, for whatever reason. We could talk about that deeper. But um now I have that awareness, like when I'm starting to feel, because mm-hmm. I learned um, you can only find happiness in the present moment. Yes. And that's where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And so I now say I live in this beautiful state mm-hmm. uh, called the present moment mm-hmm. because I've learned how to eliminate fear yep. and not allow myself to be roped into anxiety that I could live right here in this beautiful state all the time. Mm-hmm. And I choose to leave it. Hmm. And so, um, anyway, that's what's bubbling up for me. As you're talking, uh, I just want to affirm that that we only have the now. Correct. We can we can tell stories to ourselves about the past, and if we have trauma or whatever it is that went, happened in the past, and what do we do with that? But we don't have to be tethered by that from the past, uh, and we don't have to be anxious about the future. 
We can be intentional about what we're going to go do to try and create the future we want, but we really only have now. Correct. So, And that recent change that I made um, after Gabby's book and listening to her podcast mm-hmm. um, was having um, faith, I guess, trust in mm-hmm. the universe. Like mm-hmm. I learned how to trust the universe mm-hmm. that I don't have to worry anymore. Like, mm-hmm. oh, are they going to call me back for that? interview, you know, mm-hmm. like I put myself out there and I really want that job mm-hmm. and I get wrapped up in it and then I realize where I am mm-hmm. and I'm like, let it go, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then once you let it go and you trust mm-hmm. that the universe is going to do everything in, mm-hmm. in my best interest for mm-hmm. me all the time, it's constantly working, um, I don't have to. Mm-hmm. I can just relax and enjoy the moment. I can take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're kind of touching upon the T of the reflector cross, like thoughts are key, think it, create it. So it's like being yeah. intentional about what what thoughts am I choosing to have is going to create my future. Yeah. So thoughts are so powerful. Yeah. So I think that that's the biggest thing I've learned recently that mm-hmm. I could probably leave your listeners with is just trusting the universe um, and trusting that it's all going to work out mm-hmm. um, for your highest good. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm excited for what you've got coming forth in the future because I just sense uh, within your language and just your presence is like, ah, she has made some significant decisions, some significant choices, significant changes. It's like I'm excited for your future. Thank you. I am as well. I, I know what I'm working on right now is exciting and, and more things to come, but yeah. I'm just, I'm along for the ride. <laughs> just bring it's it. It's going to be an exciting ride, I'm sure. So yeah. people want to reach out to you, connect with you, maybe something they've heard today is resonating with them and they want to learn more or they want to hear more about what you've got going on in the future, whether it be business-wise or television hosting or your podcast. What are some sure. good ways to connect with you? Uh, well, the podcast, you know, hourglasspodcast.com, and it's on all of the platforms that mm-hmm. you can listen to. And um, Teeny D's is my Instagram. Yeah. I'm working on rebranding that right now. Um, but you'll see a lot of my, my reels from my TV hosting. And I like to do a lot of behind the scenes and yes. bringing people along. Um, I just hosted um, at a reggae fest, three-day three reggae festival, and got to do some interviews behind the scenes. Um, so, yeah, and I post outtakes as well so you can see it. I'm not perfect, and this isn't you know as easy as it looks. Yes. Um, but that's a great way. So T-E-E-N-Y-D-E-E-S. Yes. Well, I think you're... Um my sense is you're stepping into who your true authentic self is. 100%. And that's exciting for me to see. And I just wish you the absolute best Thank in you. all that your ventures that you have going forward. Thank you. Well, I'm, again, I'm honored to be here with you and excited about your book uh, because you are doing the same work. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to see. Well, I just encourage my guests always just to go out and reflect the life you want. And I hope that we help them made a change, make a change today. Thank you. Thank you.